everyone, and welcome back to episode <laughs> eight of All My Friends Are Dogs. We are your hosts, and we are actually dogs, communicating with you through a very special radio telegraph computer system made by scientists. Wow. <laughs> I never fucking knew. Makes a lot of sense now. I feel like that was pretty convincing right up <laughs> to the point where I was not convincing. And yeah, it kind of drifted away. A little bit. Yeah. That's because I feel like no one believed me. I believed you for a second. I'm like, oh, really? God, we're actually you're actually like, You're like, I'm a dog. I would believe it. Yeah. It makes so true. much sense. Very true. Dogs. We finally fucking got a fucking house. Like the most perfect house it's in the beautiful whole fucking world. We have a peach tree. We have a pear tree. A giant we, backyard. The backyard is bigger than you've ever considered yourself. That's pretty big. Sorry. Pretty <laughs> big. Pretty it's large. a pretty big yard. <laughs> um, Chubby Bunny has her own bedroom, and it's also the she art does. room. That's where, where we're recording. It is the recording studio. Molly's mom made us the most adorable sign that is like a heart, and it says like Chubby Bunny's bedroom and art room, and we're like, yes. Chubby's it's asleep perfect. right now. Her little eyes are closed. Oh, what a long day for Chubby. And upstairs, it's like a tree house. There's two wooden rooms. Phil and, uh, tried to make it a torture chamber, but luckily... Shout out to Phil. Thanks for all your help with the big move, bub. Yes, thank you so much. Um, also, I'm sorry that I, like, fucking blew up your spot when you were trying to, like, you know, enslave us in those rooms. <laughs> Just kidding, Phil. No, thank you so much. We would fucking probably be dead without you. Locked in bedrooms upstairs in the treehouse. Yeah, so it's a nice house. So we bought a TV. We bought the dopest TV. Jack. Shout out to Jack. Fucking the biggest shout out to Jack because he fucking did like three days of research and found us the most perfect TV and we literally walked into Best Buy, located it like he like sonar located it with like these like sound waves and like just found it immediately and we like picked it up and we like walked it out into the car and then we he set it up illegally drove home. Oh yeah, that was rough. It was really unsafe. Um, I have back problems and that didn't help. Anyway, we uh. One, because we got that TV and it's fucking dope. So our TV's fucking sick. It's like a Roku TV. It's like built-in Roku. And so we can like do YouTube and like Netflix and like Hulu. Thank you, Jack. Thanks, Jack. We love you. Also, thanks for all your moral support when you come over and we're losing it. And mowing our lawn. Yes. Oh, my God. What would we do without Jack? Jack, we would die without you. Jack and Phil. The two Both people of, we would yeah, die And Skylar. Skylar was very helpful with the moving. I love you. I don't know what we would do without him sawing your bed in half or... <gasps> we had to saw my bed that. in half to move in here. It would have been up the goddamn here. fucking stairs. It was ridiculous. We could not get the um, the box springs upstairs and literally... Barely, actually. Barely. It literally would be like... The crust and the crust... <laughs> Sorry, there was a lot of crust. That's all I'm trying to say. Is, uh, it was pretty crusty. <laughs> the toast is in the house, everyone. Uh, but yeah, so it was kind of a. I don't want to say it was a rough move, and honestly, like we're kind of we're still moving. It's because I'm lazy. I don't want to take down all the pictures on my wall, but I need to. Yeah, and my room's covered in piss. So everyone was extremely disgusted with our talk about dog periods, so I thought that it would be a really good time to do Dog Periods Part 2! Yeah. 
This time, we're going to be talking about all the excessive bleeding and clots that you can think about. Okay, I'm going to say this one <laughs> Again, you said that last time. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. Um, I thought I would spare you from all the gory details, and I thought that we would maybe skip directly from dog periods into... Puppies. Puppies. How do we feel about that? I hate puppies. I know you do. <laughs> I really, I didn't. But know I think it. everyone else will enjoy it except me. Okay. Well, so I guess everyone probably has figured out, unless you're a child, but if a female dog just so happens to engage in sexual activity, she may become pregnant. And what I thought was really interesting is that there aren't any instantaneous pregnancy tests for dogs. Yes! Yeah, so um, just kind of a super obnoxious side note. I work in a diagnostic company, and we do a lot of of, um, lateral flow assays. And pregnancy tests are a lateral flow assay. And basically, like, it's just, like, really shocking to me that there aren't any, like, dog versions of that. Uh, we, there's another company that works in the, or that's in the same area that does a lot of, um, similar things, but for animals, like, we do human diagnostics, but they do animal diagnostics, and I'm just kind of shocked that there's no, um, instantaneous lateral flow dog test, dog pregnancy test, but, um, I don't want anyone to steal that idea, though. We're gonna, no, gonna I'm doing it. it. Fuck off, all yeah, of so you. Everyone thinks, like, oh, I could make that. No, you can't, because we're already basically in the patent process yeah. of getting a award or something. So. And I'm also going to be sued by both Alir and IDAX for... I have negative money, so you guys fucking go ahead. I'd love to Why see you try. Why are they suing you? Because, well... Oh, for using their materials? I mean, I haven't done anything yet, Molly. Like, let's uh, let's chill out here. It's but... already patent. <laughs> like, I have it ready to go. I have a dog pregnancy test. Please call me at one eight hundred two two two. Wait, but can I ask you an important quick question? Would a human pregnancy test work on a dog? No, probably not. I don't know for sure, but um, I bet you could take. So basically, the so. My company, like, and we don't do pregnancy tests anymore, but basically, like, they, I can't use any of their technology in anything else because it's, like, a fair, like, I've signed some, like, waiver that says, like, I won't take their technology, you know what I mean? Which, like, so I technically, for but, like, I technically, no, I technically, it's a long, it's hard, it's, like, complicated. Is it true? It's not true. Okay. So because there aren't instantaneous um, pregnancy tests for dogs, you can't just, like, have a dog piss on a stick and tell it if it's pregnant, which is an old Indian myth. But you can't do that. And so you're probably going to have to go to the vet. And the vet will determine if your dog is pregnant, and they might do it by hormone tests, so they'll draw blood and check their hormones. They could take x-rays, do ultrasounds, or they could just palpate your dog, which is, like, just touching it and, like, being like, hmm, seems like she's pregnant. Um, so when you piss on a stick, what is the Indian tale? What happens to the stick? I was making that up. Oh my fucking god. No, but, like, if a pregnancy step... Like, that's like a stick. You, like, piss on, like, a pregnancy stick. I thought you meant, like, an outside stick. No, like, no, I'm in the saying, like, that's, like, how dogs do it. Like, it was, like, a joke. Uh, okay. Well, we're gonna have to edit that out, because <laughs> clearly it was not well received. <laughs> no, I'm too idiotic to get anything, so. No, same. It was probably really bad. No, I think we're fine. Just keep going. So, if the dog does get pregnant, 
they will go through the period of gestation, which is the length of time that the female will be pregnant with her young. So this is what is like the common nine months period in people. What is it in dogs? That's what I'm about to tell you. Oh, wow. Wow, their periods are uh, gestations. Just kidding. Sorry. Dogs are lucky enough to have a much shorter gestation period, around nine weeks or approximately, Whoa! approximately 60 days. It's much shorter than humans. Are you joking? Mm-hmm. I want to be a dog. Same. Pop out those babies. Always, my whole life. So, say, if <laughs> Tostito... He can't get pregnant. He's a male. Impregnates a woman. Dog. Porter's not pregnant, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because it's more than 60 days, so that's what I'm trying to say. All right, everyone, we are going to insert a, like, fucking hallelujah hymn here. Praise, Praise the Lord. Those would have been the worst babies. babies. And we'll have to, we'd have to kick, take them so that we'd dead, have dead. We'd kill them dead. No, they'd be alive, but it was just sucky. Dead. It was just sucky. They'd be dead. Just kidding. I would never do that. Uh, so I'm gonna spare you the gory details of pregnancy and like the fucking um, the the birthing process where they like the they they birth the puppies. What what? And I'm just gonna skip right into the fun part, which I think is uh, puppies. Puppies, except if you're me. And then you don't like puppies because you're the devil. Only because they're really fucking annoying. They prefer old dogs. Well, old dogs. Pissing shit all over our... So do puppies. But at least puppies are cute about it. Toast is just crusty. <laughs> He's a fucking crusty old puppy man. I'm a baby. I'm a crusty old baby. He's like, I, I'm tiny. I'm small. Look at me. I'm a baby. And we're like, Toast, you're like fucking 15 <laughs> years old. Stop. You're older than we are. No, I'm a, I'm a fucking crusty old baby man. You don't have a face, you little asshole. <laughs> I'll eat anything. No... Molly gave him chips last night, and I did not approve. <laughs> and then I was going to give him the burger, and he was like, I'll take a stab at it. <laughs> we're like, Toast, you literally don't have a face. You can't eat a fucking burger. Wait, yeah, he wanted to, and we were like, you can't have this burger. I'll try it. I'll take a stab at it. I'm like, no, Toast, you fucking will not take a single stab at this burger. He'd be pushing it all around the house with his fucking nose. It'd be like, a burger bun here. Like, the lettuce would be everywhere. Ketchup on his eyes. Like, <laughs> But yeah, he can eat chips if I crush them up into tiny little particles. I'm pretty sure, like, sometimes when I eat chips and I have a whole full set of teeth, Sometimes, like, you know how you get that, like, sharp bit stuck in your throat and it literally just, like, jaggedly cuts your throat yeah, all the way down? a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like you can't give a fucking dog without a face fucking jagged starch knives. Well, I put them in a blender with water and they're mushy. So, the size of the litter is going to depend on the size and the breed of the parents. Can I guess? But the average litter size, okay. can I guess, is, what do you think? Twelve. Five to six. But this is average of Why like did I say dogs. twelve? I don't know. You, you're not good at guessing. Okay, but that's like way too many. I can change my answer to five or six. <laughs> okay. So Molly gets five to six, which is actually shockingly correct. <laughs> the answer is... 
five to six. Wow. In one study, the Rhodesian Ridgeback had the highest average litter size with, do you want to guess how many pups per litter? So the average is five to six. What do you think of all the dogs in the world the highest average litter size was? You said it was a Rhodesian Ridgeback? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say about, um, oh, that's gross. Fourteen. That's a good guess. That's a very good guess. The average is about nine. It's eight point nine pups per litter. Why did I say fourteen? No, fourteen was good. That was a good guess. Okay, okay. Fourteen was a good guess. Thank you. Um, smallest. The smallest in this study was the Pomeranian and the Toy Poodle. Two point four. That is not. You have a point four. No, well, because they average it, so okay. it was probably somewhere between two and three. You, you know what I mean? Puppies in here. Have a puppy. Well, but also sometimes, um, the next thing I wanted to say was that a large study in Norway showed that across all breeds, about 4% of the pups will be stillborn. Yes, that's very true. Dead, dead. I've experienced that a lot in the beagle rescue that I work with. Dead, dead, dead. Okay, can a lot of times they we have stillborns or we have ones that so are sad, say or perhaps are missing a face or like <sighs> don't have a leg or are so you came is that a puppy or is that just a massive skin? It's yeah, like, sometimes they're probably like tumors. That's so awful. Yeah, it's very or they're so like disabled not disabled like um, uh, birth defective idolized. So it says that, and by it says I mean I sort of wrote this, but also like you know, it's true. Um, a further 4% after that, so there's going to be 4% that are stillborn, and then there's going to be another further 4% that will die within the first week, and it's called early neonatal mortality. And some causes of that can be either like a bacterial infection, they can asphyxiate maybe from their, their litter mates or their mother or whatever. Um, and fading puppy syndrome, which I actually didn't look into, and I kind of wish I did. Because what is it, fainting puppy syndrome? Fading. Oh. But I think it kind of just means that they just, like, fall asleep and die. It, it To me, it seemed a little, like, I just shouldn't say this, because it's probably going to be wrong, and everyone's going to be like, you're wrong, and I'm going to be like, thank you, Tostito, I know. <laughs> he's going to be the only one who watches like, Yeah, like, I know, he's going to be like, wrong, wrong. Even if you're right. <laughs> wrong. Oh my god, you're so, you're so wrong. Thank you, Postito. He'd be so happy, though, if you just spewed wrong facts on a podcast. He would literally, like, he would be on his fucking Twitter, like, fucking <laughs> with his, like, little headphones on and just be like, wrong? Have you, have you, he'd be typing, have you heard of this fucking podcast that wrong mom does? Good god, I mean, she says it's so, she doesn't fucking know anything about facts. All she does is spew propaganda wrong liberal bullshit. Hashtag wrong mom, hashtag ban wrong mom. Toast, she hashtag crucify wrong toast. <laughs> Inappropriate toast, not okay. But he always takes it too far. Too far, always too far. It's not us, it's toast. <laughs> toast is upstairs, like, I know. I would tell you that fucking shit. I know, he's like, oh, I read the Bible twice. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> the puppies that survive will begin to nurse almost immediately. And early puppy days are pretty much consisting of sleeping and eating. They basically, yes. yeah, exactly, like my dream. And hopefully, all they do is sleep and suck on those sweet titties, yummy, of their mom. Okay, nice. <laughs> so they instinctually—I thought this was so cute. They instinctually pile together into a heap, and even a short oh. distance of separation from their litter mates can cause distress. So they, like, all want to be, like, huddled up together, and if, like, one of them is, like, missing, then, like, they, like, have this, like, sixth puppy sense, and they'll be like, yo, where the fuck you go? And then the other puppy will be like, 
I'm dying in a ditch, and they'll be like, well, that sucks. And that's that. But, I mean, they were at least distressed a little. Concerned. Concerned's probably a better word. Upset. Dead. Uh, so, puppies are born with a fully developed sense of smell. But no eyes. But they can't open their eyes. Isn't that crazy? They have eyes. And they can't hear anything either, so they pretty much have to depend on their sense of smell. So their eyes stuck? Their eyes are just like, yeah, they're like stuck shut. They like can't open I'd be terrified. That would be like being blind. Well, okay. And so they, during the first two weeks of puppy life, their senses are going to increase dramatically. So around 9 to 11 days after their birth is when they're going to open their eyes. Yes! But even though they open their eyes, their retinas aren't fully formed, so their vision's not great. They, like, really can't see much, and, like, it takes a really long time for them to kind of start developing their their vision. Do they just see, like, blobs? Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like a baby, like, you know how it's just, like, blurry and, like... I, I mean, I don't know. I've never baby. been... I know. I'm. Well, I mean, me neither. I don't remember being a puppy either, but... I, I remember being a puppy. <laughs> me too. Wow. So I was like, bro, bro, you're humans, you assholes. Thank you, Toast. Um, around 13 to 17 days old is when their ears are going to become unsealed. And then this is kind of when they start to begin to respond to their auditory stimuli, which means that they kind of, like, they start to growl and bite and wag their tail. This is when they kind of find their voices, like... They're like, oh my god, I can talk, I can talk, I'm a puppy, oh god. Yeah, this is when they start to become puppies. This is when they're like those little fucking fluffy balls of fur with like the cutest little like wagging tails and like you just can't help but love them. Right? Yeah, until they shit all over your apartment. I mean, honestly, I would rather pick up puppy shit than pick up my own shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with that actually. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's something I can agree with you on there. So that's good. So plus one for puppies. <laughs> plus one for puppies. Minus one for living with Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they usually get weaned by the time they're about a month old, and that's, that's when they. Fast. Yeah, right. They grow so quick. I'm like, Whoa! Wow! Done. Wow! I'm I'm, I'm alive, and um, that's when they begin to start eating solid food, and then. It seemed to say that between 8 and 12 weeks is when they, like, started to become independent from their mother, which is kind of why you usually can't, like, adopt a puppy until it's at least 8 weeks. Um, And then they usually want you to wait until 12. But it's, like, kind of in between there, depending on, again, like, the the puppy and its breed and whatever. So, puppies are really social creatures, and they enjoy romping around with their brothers and sisters and annoying any of the other dogs that they can find that are around. They're really Um, annoying. Yeah, they kind of can be. They need to socialize with humans around 8 to 12 weeks old um, because this is going to help them develop their social skills to interact with people, like, for the rest of their life. And dogs that don't receive this interaction maybe like afraid or aggressive towards humans for the rest of their life so like if you've ever met a dog that like you were talking about last time that had like the boiling water and like i don't know what else deba yeah yeah but like so if that dog had never received like any sort of like human socialization in its early life like like she was just a stray exactly and then and then like that happened like Never right. gonna come back from that. Like, well, so, who the fuck are these exactly. fuckers? And the dog's like, oh, I've loved people. They've been nice to me since I was eight weeks old. And Deb was like, my first interaction was when I was five and I got poured with boiling water. Yeah, exactly. Like, so okay. it's so awful. So it she depends just, like, on the upbringing. Yeah. Exactly. So she she like has no idea. And so that's why it's super important to 
Um, socialize your pup. If you're getting a puppy, especially the younger you get it, if you get a puppy at eight weeks old, like you need to make sure that you are being very social with that dog. You're being very like taking it to as many new places as you can and like introducing it to people and in like a nice way, obviously. You don't like fucking throw it in a pool and be like, oh, this is fun. Because I'll literally kill you. Oh, you know what? Um, I heard a whole bunch of stories about people like tying. Yeah. If anyone knows. Anything that we could do to help any of the animals down south, like, I will literally, like, take a weekend and just go down there and rescue dogs. That'd be cool, right? It would, yeah. It's, I know one main shelter got, like, a couple dogs from Texas, but that's, like, yeah. So, what, in your opinion, makes something cute? Like, if you look at something like a cute animal, like, what about it is cute? Um... There's a couple things I could say. One of them, I was thinking, like, small, fluffy, but then I'm like, well, pigs are cute and they're big and fat. So it's like, well, what the fuck? And I also, like, think whales are cute. Well, and also, like, I don't think bulldogs are cute, but you do. I love bulldogs. Exactly. Because of their squishies. <laughs> but then also, like, dogs that aren't squishy. Yeah. I think things that, I think... But then, I don't think snakes are cute, but you do. I don't really think they're cute. I just don't hate them. I hate them. I think everything's cute in its own way. Even, like, this lamp. That could be considered cute. There's a pretty atrocious lamp in here that <laughs> is <Yeah>. not cute. <laughs> it, um... It's gotta go. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's fine. The Science of Cute by Molly Horton. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not fair to say because I fucking researched it so like I you know what I mean like I'm not like I'm not judging you against me but in my personal opinion but like I just know what I'm gonna say so I'm like wow Molly you're an idiot (laughs) just kidding in my personal opinion (laughs) things that are cute make my heart go pitter patter (laughs) for example when you're practicing for a piano recital or doing something that makes you excited that is cute and other examples, like when you're about to go on stage and you get those butterflies. That's when you look at something like, say, like for here, I have a really cute dog versus a beer can. I'd be like, what? When I look at that, I mean, I do love beer, so my heart's like, ooh, wow, beer. <laughs> but I would think that the, the dog is cuter. So, in conclusion, um, I don't think anything's cute. <laughs> Best essay I've ever heard. And Molly fails again. No, I would give you an A. No, you'd be like, wow. honestly, if you wrote that, I'd be like, she's a fucking rooster illusion. <laughs> like, <laughs> I must know her more. <laughs> you're like a, you're like a modern Galileo. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Just Literally, no, I suck. Um, but so what my um internet research was telling me, which I honestly like. Most of the fucking stupid articles, and, like, this is why, like, when I, this is why I was laughing, is because, like, I was trying to, like, look this topic up, and it was, like, all the articles were, like, stupid clickbait bullshit, and, like, that's the only thing you can do, like, it's not, like, some, you know what I mean, like, you fucking, you nailed it, you did good. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but, so, one of the articles said that, what makes something cute? Having a large head relative to body size. (laughs) Big forward-facing eyes. Big round ears, floppy limbs, and a teetering gait. So, Tostito. <laughs> round body shape, 
soft elastic body surfaces. So basically, it so it says elastic. It's basically like something that's helpless, honestly, because it goes. Yeah. These features represent extreme youth, vulnerability, harmlessness, and need, which in turn invokes a nurturing response. This is because our our brain responds to the cute puppy the same way it would to a cute baby. It's an evolutionary response that has helped our species survive. Even ugly dogs elicit ugly in air quotes elicit a caregiving response from their human caretakers, possibly because despite their less conventionally attractive features, they're just so vulnerable. Which basically is saying that, like, the reason that you think something is cute is because you think that you could easily kill it. Yeah, I don't like that. Because I think hippos are cute, and I could not fucking kill a hippo. I don't think they're cute. Okay. That was Molly's hippo leg. She has a hippo (laughs) attached to her leg. Ah, yes, the hippo leg. The old! Hippo leg, the um, the infection's gone down, things are good. I think the hippo's like finally settling in. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, but so then it was just kind of saying that like cuteness is a state of being. Like you, you know, there's certain things that people think are cute and certain things that other people aren't cute. This says uh some people have different cuteness cues than others, which explains... Like me and you. Exactly, which explains why some of us favor squat bully breeds and others go for long-legged hounds. Yes. I go for squat bully breeds and you go for long-legged hounds. I but we both, we both go for long-legged hounds. Oh, give me those long-legged hounds. I hate that. Thank you. Yeah, we do both go for faceless chihuahuas. Faceless, crusty little asshole chihuahuas. Posted episode eight. Well, I guess that's gonna be it. <laughs> Cancel everything. We're never having another episode. Goodbye. Just kidding. Just, it's all sitting. Just kidding. We love you. Good. Goodbye. I wonder if I turn the microphone on this whole time. I'm going to eat this entire fucking salad and puke it up and shit all over your face. Send the chip. Cat, you <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs>